0: That should be fine. Uh, it's recording now. So. Oh, good. Okay. Nothing incriminating. Nothing incriminating. No. About you guys? <laughs> no, about you guys. Oh, okay. I think everything every about waking up and Nothing about waking up to a uh, cold beer. <laughs> no one likes drinking a nice soda. Pop. <laughs> no one says soda. Only losers say soda. I say soda. I. We're with On this. the Cinder, who I are remember. a band that. I just, Defense I moved away pop. for school, and... <laughs> and he says soda. I it was the for first to go out of my Western New York vocabulary. Ooh. I'm slightly Yeah, yes. Because I'm, 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 I can see him. <laughs> I'm setting the damn thing off. All right. Loud noise. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Should be good. Uh, we didn't have pop where I came from growing up. Yeah, He soda. The defend pop thing started with, uh, well... No, Rochester's pop, too. You can't just throw it all at Tyler. Well, Tyler brought it up. Well, really, Alex and Ian were like, "On the Cinder defends pop punk. And Jay got really offended, so Tyler thought... I got really offended? What if we defended pop, like, the three? And we made shirts. That's his Tyler impression. Tyler did not actually speak that. You wouldn't believe it from the recording. It was Tyler's idea. Uh, I mean, I'll take some credit for it because I think that they're cool, but if I didn't think they were cool, I was just going to give it all. So, <laughs> I actually ran into a guy at the uh, Boston show where I'm defend top TV. Why? Yeah. <I> know <laughs> <if> we... <laughs> Those did better than I thought they did. Yeah, <laughs> we, we only made like, like what, three? Yeah, I mean, we sold them at Warped Tour and we sold them at the Alex Rice Peace, uh, Peace Park opening. Oh, yeah. I totally meant to buy one from you at Warped Tour and totally didn't get around to it. So, it's yeah. There's a lot of movement going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even think that I tore down, like, my drum kit. Because I was like, I gotta go see Sharp Tooth. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play your own drums? No, but I had some of my stuff up there. Oh. I think I, like, threw my cymbal stands off the stage. And it's like, I got a band. Goodbye. Not the, You're, like, looking at the schedule, there. like, okay, if I get off stage, right on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had to miss
0: Frank Turner for that. Uh, for <laughs> that was also something that I didn't do. Huge bummer. There was a lot, a lot of people came up to us and were like, who are you looking forward to seeing? Everybody said Frank Turner. Everybody said the Interrupters. Mm-hmm. Real Big Fish. Yeah. Uh, surprising amount of Real Big Fish. Not we- we bounced to see the interrupters when I got back. You're sitting at my... Jay's sitting at my table. Sitting sitting in Ryan's chair. Ryan's sitting in my chair. I'm like, shit. I leave for five minutes? You replace me with Jay from on the center? <laughs> it was a... We uh, being broadcast over the system. I had an opportunity to talk... Through the microphone and through the loudspeaker, without being on stage, and I took it. <laughs> I was like, I have things to say. They're not useful or valuable, but I'm going to say them into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you said because that is lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I probably for the best for at least for me. Uh, I'm, I'm sure whatever I had to say was not was not worth even. Oh, did I take your Gatorade? I'm sorry. <sighs> you bought these. Uh, I I get up here, and the first question I'm asked is. So, what happened with that Kevin Lyman interview? You <laughs> have no idea how many times have been asked that since one time. It, <laughs> we, saw, we saw it happen. It like, like happen. what happened? <laughs> we believe you. Yeah. There was only one person that seemed angry about it not being uh, recorded and you know, I won't mention names, but <laughs> everybody else was just, ah, shit happens. So yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you can get him again. He's very available now. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got nothing going on. Yeah. Because uh, he he told us he's doing a professorship in uh, in California, so good for him. We um uh, I, mean, I know nothing about Kevin. Is he is he of the uh, academic uh, background, or is he just like you're Kevin Lyman? You can do whatever you want. I would imagine <laughs> he's Kevin. Lyman. I can't imagine too. he's had time to get a formal education doing warp tour. You know. And before that, doing Lollapalooza. So, yeah, uh, maybe he's, uh, maybe they just put him as, like, the head of, like, an event planning. I class. mean, he's not a doctor, but he's still doing a professor Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, I don't, I don't think you actually have to be, like, educated to yeah. educate. You I just think, have to know shit. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> no, i got to give me one of those. If you're really successful and make a lot of money, yeah. you can probably teach He basically goes a textbook by doing work tours. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine there's more of a tech, more than like I mean we all, we went to college. I, like, I remember my chem book was like <laughs> no one could see me make this motion with my fingers, but just <laughs> trust <baby>. making <laughs> the motion. <laughs> he is making the motion with his fingers, showing how how thick his textbook was. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the Kevin Lyman information, you know. so when I was booking Pennywise for the first time, Fletcher was being a real dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you ask him? And this is probably a touchy subject for him. But did you ask him why he decided to discontinue War Well That was the reason. Was he went and took that professorship? Oh, okay. So that was yeah. a big thing. Yeah. So it's, it's he like he wasn't making enough money. Well, the other thing was like he never knew if you if you study up on Kevin Lennon I mean, he never knew whether he was doing a show the next year or not until the tour was over. Mm-hmm. So that kind of yeah. That kind of explains it. So, I, so to, be able to have an excuse to finally just be like, yeah, we're not doing it next year, guys. I would imagine that's probably... Well, I guess I'm a little I'm a little uh, curious as to whether or not, or I guess why he didn't decide to maybe like just pass the torch on. Yeah, I wondered that too. He must have some protégés in the uh He's got to the be a second there. in command. Yeah. War Tour. You would think so? I, I, yeah, I would hope so, right? I would he hope can't somebody, be doing everything by himself. I would British hope somebody in his in his camp would maybe do something similar, like because Warped Tour is really a uh, innovative kind of uh, tour in the ways that they did things, where like the bands don't play at the same at the same time in every city, and you know, like parents get in for free with their kids and all that shit. Oh, do do really? yeah. I know that. I, I wonder if he'd be a little worried to pass it on, in like in fear of somebody kind of having uh, like a, a band biased not like a particular band but like maybe a genre i mean like we've obviously seen the like really kind of crazy evolution of war tour from, sure. from uh, me and jay you know me and jay thought that we went to the same war tour like when i was in like a freshman the years high thing? school <laughs> and from then to now, there's a huge difference. And then even from then to when it had started, there's an even bigger difference. And I wonder if maybe some of the people around him with more youth coming in there, he'd be worried about like what bands, like maybe there being a more of a bias towards certain styles of bands. Well, you did mention to... something about how the music that affected the original, you know, the original Warp Tour, you know, the, the people that came to that, that music touched them and affected them in a way that, you know, was monumental to them. And then, you know, fast forward 24 years, you have completely different music, but you still have the same target market, and you still have those same feelings being produced by the music in the kids. That's so so that's, that's what he was going for, was going for that feeling and that experience, yes. Not... Focusing on punk or you know any one genre, he he was about the experience for the, the the audience. Right, and even even on my own bias, like that, if I were that person, if I if, if Kevin Lyman just handed me War Tour, was like, here you go, you get to run it now. I'd be like, I'm gonna call Greg Graffin give me a minute, <laughs> and he's like, and then Bad Religion is gonna play, and people are gonna be like, who are the old guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, gonna take this opportunity to go get a beer. <laughs> Not like we're in an intermission or anything. I'm just gonna sneak away and come back. Um, sure. And uh, does anybody else want one? I want uh-huh. one. Hey, Good. Okay. Well, then <laughs> I guess we're just the drinking band, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what is? that the one PM beers are egregious? The war tour, tour, beers started at like, I'm yeah. sure. standing out in the pouring rain, like his guy's are soulmate <laughs> but again yeah, but for all, oh, yeah that was guys <laughs> a madman I don't know how he pulls it off every year but he's he always comes through even if it is in not the most uh by the book means sure uh, yeah we walked in the door we walked in the gate and the lady's like you guys have passes no <laughs> yeah like, okay. We'll call. Go ahead. <laughs> call Kaiser Soulsay. He'll get you into anywhere. He got Tyler's girlfriend a press pass, even though she just showed up with a camera to go see Lesson and Jake. He, like, <laughs> he went and like hounded their bus until someone finally came off from the band and got her a pass. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. He's the magic man. <laughs> the the most long shot small odds things where you're like, hey, Kaiser, would you do me a favor? You're like, yeah, man, I got you. And you're they, like, then you turn around and you go, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's a long shot. He'll come back with like more. Like, would you, <laughs> like, like my girlfriend didn't need a <laughs> to press She just wanted to place Like, even if she couldn't like actually take pictures, she just didn't want to go like back to her car, which was like a 15 minute walk away to try to like hide her camera. right? She just wanted a place to put it.
1: <laughs>
0: like, Here you go, press pass. Yep, go for a barrier. You know, just like send the shots to them afterwards. I didn't tell anybody until after Warped Tour, but we got an email from Warped Tour Press because we were trying to find out if we had Wi-Fi and nobody was giving us answers. So we just shot a message to Warped Tour Press like, can you guys tell us if we have Wi-Fi at this event? And they're like, we gave you permission to broadcast. We never said you could broadcast. There's a ten thousand dollar fee fine if you for you know broadcasting live from from the venue. Like, well, shit! <laughs> <You> <laughs> and we what? walk in the door and we set up our booth and we're broadcasting live and we're just sitting there and like for the first ten minutes, I'm like, I hope nobody comes and shuts us down or at least comes and says, "Hey, you can't do that," and not try That's to sue good. us for it instead of just. No. You guys are getting a fine. Is there is there a difference between broadcasting live? Because, I mean, you guys were recording it and then it was being pumped through the system. But... It was also broadcasting live on all WNY. Oh, online. Okay, yeah, yeah you're right. So, then, so, yeah, I guess you would be susceptible to a large fine. We, we would have been <laughs> stuck with the origination fee and all that. So, luckily, you know, and we're just sitting there like, you know, Kaiser said we could do it, so we're doing it. We're going to get a quick off selfie, like. Usually, the selfies happen before we broadcast. Which thinks that? So? <laughs> oh, I blinked. Blunk? Whatever. Blunk? Well, I've right, not that heard that. that. That reminds no, okay. me of, like, a new word for taking a poop. I blunked. I, I blunked. <laughs> kind of, I always thought spelunking was kind of something like that, but I actually like cave diving. Yeah? It's yeah, like I always topic. thought they had to do with, like, some sort of poop fetish. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right, but ooh. <laughs> Especially because in the South Park movie they use the uh they use the term ass stalonker. <laughs> so I, I do base you, a lot of my uh I can see where you think that, reality yeah. and philosophy on South Park. Of course. Who doesn't? Yeah. Ooh. Especially that age old feud between the emo kids and the bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys have a tour coming up, you're starting next Wednesday. I thought it was I thought it was this Wednesday. But next Wednesday you're starting mm-hmm. a tour. Yeah. We are playing in Hotel Dalmatia? Dalmatia? Not Dalmatia. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to have the best wings in, in North Tonawanda.
1: Well, that's today. saying a lot. This yeah.
0: is an actual place. 1187 Tonawanda Street in Tonawanda. I have no idea where that is. I'm going to put it out there. Uh, I totally thought this was a house. I think it's Riverside. Riverside oh, okay. and Tonawanda are not even kind of the same. Those are actual different places. <laughs> Riverside is over there, Tonawanda is over there. I don't know. Well, afterwards they're playing in Detroit, which is a suburb of Chicago, according to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is, uh, funeral home? I don't know. I think it's over near that. Yeah, I only got to go there once. Yeah. Tickets. You guys play a lot of non-traditional venues, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we like played a laundromat in DC once. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> w- was it like in operation? Jimmy um, was attached. Yeah. It, it was like we shared uh, some space. Like, like, but there was like open doors to the laundromat and bag. We loaded our gear in on top of washers and dryers. We played in the space next door. But it was it was awkward. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Play. we played a handful of skate parks over the years. Soilet, um alone pizza, pizza shops. Um, there's a place in Juliet, uh, the Drunken Donut, which is a bakery liquor store. That Ooh, sure yeah, that's the a great idea. sure awesome. um, was really good. And they have something else like off the beaten path. Like, um, a lot of weird basements, a lot of weird houses. Probably my favorite, like, maybe favorite show ever was in Fort Collins when we played that living room. That was insane. That was cool. That that show, the highlight of that show was during our set, a guy got crowd surfed through the living room, which is not the first time that has happened, because that that happened to us once in uh, the old Northrop house, uh, R.I.P. But a guy got crowd surfed through the living room, and he got, like, bounced off the off a wave in in the pool of people and uh it was extremely hot and he left a gut sweat print on the ceiling. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> and nice nice slap head at the ceiling and like none of the microphones worked so we were just screaming at this mass of kids and it's really fun. other <laughs> uh, weird spaces? That's I don't, most of them are either houses or like just a, a, some, a, some business or establishment that had a little extra space to kind of push the show. Sure. Um, what about, like, some absolute nightmares that you guys have, have experienced? I mean, you know, good shows happen. The bad oh, shows happen, too. Easily. So whether it, whether it be a <laughs> venue, a crowd, a promoter, another band that you guys are working with, give us some horror stories. Oh. I will say, most nightmare shows are alleviated by the fact that we get to hang out with the other bands <laughs> uh, most of the time. Right. Like most people. There are some, like, well, the one show that I'm thinking of that was, probably, like, it felt so bizarre is that uh, two years ago at Pooza Fest, uh, there was this spot uh, called TRH Bar, and it was, like, this upstairs bar that had, it's got a mini ramp on, like, right to the right side of the stage, and it's all decked out. Like, there's a huge bowl in the downstairs. It's a skate park. Mm. It's pretty awesome. And it's all sorts of skating memorabilia everywhere. Pro decks, custom-made decks for the bar. And we got to... Uh, we had someone book that tour through Canada for us. And uh, they set up a show, and it was, like, it just everything was all set. We didn't have to think about it. We didn't have to book bands. We didn't have to, like, negotiate money or anything. And we showed up, and it was us playing for an hour, a DJ, and then the bar was gonna close, <laughs> like, like Sorry, permanently. They were, <laughs> they were permanent, like permanently. Yeah, they were going out of business. So it's you guys, then a DJ, and then see. Ya. So when, so we loaded our stuff up the most horrifying fire escape. <laughs> oh yeah, it was it was like. We played for an hour, the DJ set his stuff up, then we saw the promoter go up to him, they handed us our envelope of money, like, right away, they walked up to the DJ, and basically kicked him out. They're like, we're done. Because they, did, they didn't do any promotion for the show, because they were like, I don't care about this. <laughs> <laughs> they told us, hey, when they paid us out, the short, they were like, I'm not paying my bar staff to be here any longer than I have to. Yeah. I just remembered probably the worst show we've ever played was in Detroit and we're actually playing at this venue next Thursday. It's now called The Sanctuary, but it, when we played there three years ago, three or four years ago, it was called HX Lounge in Hamtramck, Michigan. Just outside Detroit. And it was pouring rain, miserable Saturday, like we got invited from our friend, Some Kind of Nightmare, who are just road warriors. They're out all the time. They got to play it every day. And we go into the bar. It's super dark. Uh, there's a nice stage with nice lights and nice sound system and everything. The floor lit Yeah. Like a really nice. um, The bartender spoke. No English. He was Polish or something. I was Polish. He told us Budweiser was the best beer you could buy too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we tried to order a Polish beer from him and he goes, No. What? <laughs> no, you don't want that. It tastes like this. <laughs> All right, what do you recommend then? Budweiser. <laughs> Whatever, man. So we we played with some kind of nightmare. And some weird traveling acoustic act guy that had a giant, like, Old Testament-style book that he would take people's names and addresses, and he would send them stuff, I guess. And he played really awkward, uncomfortable songs. And then we played, and then some kind of nightmare played, and no one was there. Not a soul. Not a soul. <laughs> it was like negative people were there. <laughs> like, I think the Polish, shows like that. <laughs> the Polish bartender left. <laughs> oh, geez! I think we had to lock the door on the way out. The it sound guy had a great time though, Because it was, I mean, literally, the, that guy who opened, the awkward acoustic guy, I think it was like a funeral home ledger or yeah, something. Yeah, it was enormous. It was oh, a giant scene. book. It was a book that was probably like three feet across when you opened it up. He split immediately. The sound guy, some kind of nightmare, with us. And when we played, the sound guy just let it rip. <laughs> but, like the floors lighten up, they're lasers, was lasers it was like machines. <laughs> it I was, felt like Rush. <laughs> yeah. It was like way over the top, like Steel Panther. <laughs> nice, nice. Right. So maybe that show wasn't so bad. It was just a weird day. Uh, a lot of shows are just bad and average. Like, I could round out this with one more. It's a sure. short one though. Um, there's this, this a really cool venue called uh, Uncle Lou's in uh, in <laughs> Florida, and it's not a whole lot bigger than this room. And I, I give it like a, a solid twenty by twenty, maybe. Uh, and you play you play on the floor as far as you can away from the bar, but it still only puts you about three feet away from there. <laughs> right. And, um, sitting outside, sneaking beers into the venue in a in a coffee cup, and all of a sudden, a random homeless guy wheels up on a broken bike and starts asking people for money. And I didn't understand a word he said because he didn't have any teeth at all, really. Um, but he, he kept diligently standing there and talk, try, he's saying something and trying to take money from people. And I kept I kept looking at the guys, and I'm like, this guy's really annoying. And this guy won't leave anybody alone. And I finally talked to some and didn't really put to address it, I was like, spoke to somebody who was a regular there, and they're like, That's the door guy. Uh <laughs> mean like, like, the homeless guy on the broken bike with no teeth is the door guy? So he was actually just collecting money <laughs> from the patrons. He wasn't oh actually God. just begging for money. To <laughs> if you guys wanna get paid, you gotta let that guy do. <laughs> <kill you. laughs> I actually love Uncle Lou's. No, it sh- is, it, is, it a is, is a shithole. <laughs> it's like a drug front or something. Oh, it is a drug front. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Lou's always there, though. He's like this cool Jamaican dude that just wants people to have fun. And, and sometimes Jeff Ritchie, ex-toasters, shows up totally hammered and DJs karaoke to himself.
1: Oh, th- wow. You know, he showed
0: up, he put like 50 bucks in the jukebox, picked only ska songs, grabbed the mic that was still hot. I was like, hey, everybody at Uncle Lou's, this one is called Ghost Town by the Specials. Ooh. Jeff, what are you doing? That's happened twice now. You guys are making me feel better about booking you a Tudor Lounge the day before Thanksgiving. (laughs) That'll be so much fun. Like, Tudor Lounge has really been turning up lately there twice in the last year and it's been really cool yeah it was recently the same show twice but <laughs> shambles i went and saw you guys you, you were wearing jay and are both wearing the same you, shambles shirt. they played each other before anybody you know actually got dressed left the house and made sure like hey we're, we're gonna wear our shambles shirts today right. you guys <laughs> played uh it was the night of the vanilla ice concert <laughs> yeah. we went and saw vanilla ice then we came to we came to your show we, we didn't realize Vanilla Ice was a competing show that night. Yeah. <laughs> we, said, we we watched Shambles. I went and bought everybody's merch that had merch on the table, which you guys didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and we, then we took off because it was so fucking hot that night. We screwed up on that one. We're, when, we're, when we're home, we're too busy like being excited to hang out with friends. And right, play, right. Like, we always try like new songs at home. So. Yeah, you know, we forget merch, We, we forget did, a guitar. We did, we did, I don't know if you caught our second We did write a medley of we, every other band's choruses that were on that really? show. Uh oh, no, wow. we, we took uh, we we saw shambles and was too hot uh, we had to take off. <laughs> yeah, did, uh, did vanilla ice do uh, the ninja rap though he did yes. a new version oh, he did. of the ninja. He <laughs> 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 <We> did like <laughs> the uh, the hardcore vanilla ice version of it. Go it's, Ninja,
1: go yeah. ninja,
0: go, go It was oh a very high gosh. energy. energy. I okay. feel like that started as a joke. 'cause like why would he do that? Yeah. Well, like, no. he did. <laughs> the crazy I mean, thing about the Vanilla Ice show is like as a second hit. I I checked out uh on set list FM, like what is what his set was. And he plays Ice Ice Baby in the middle of the show, in the middle of the set and the rest of the songs after that are all covers. So uh-huh. like okay let's go see Vanilla Ice and then let's take off and go to two. What kinda what kind of covers does he do? Like Bob Marley and stuff like that. And uh, what was it he was doing turned down for what when he left? <laughs> he's all over the map, was coming. Yeah, yeah, Well yeah, we, we we went to you guys' show, and the plan was to stick around, but it was just like, no, it's too bad. Yeah, yeah it was just, it was there's really not really crazy crazy. a lot of airflow in that venue. Wow. <laughs> it's a charming place in its way. <laughs> and, but, there were a lot of people there. That was the uh, yeah, it was it was really cool. the like, Power Radio CD release show was there. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was my first time being at Tudor, and like I had heard about it, and I like. Driven past it, but I would never gotten in the fucking door. I'm like, this is it, like, and then like the music starts. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> where have I been the last ten years in Buffalo? <laughs> it's fun. One fact about that night: uh, Tyler's girlfriend Sally actually sang for Radical Operations that night. Girl, we heard something yeah, about that. Yeah, somebody mentioned that to us. It was uh, it was actually pretty epic. I think the ba- the band was so scared to ask to have asked her to done it. And then to disappoint her. That's the best I've ever seen yeah. a man play. <laughs> probably not because you know, they were they were probably just scared into playing directly. Usually <laughs> they get really drunk before they play. They, they went That's why you put them on it. first. That's why they moved on first. first. <laughs> they actually have to go first. It's in their uh, it's in their rider or whatever, their contract. <laughs> they have to go first because Steve Kelly gets too drunk to <laughs> say his name. Ladies <laughs> are. Steve Kelly was walking around interrupting all of the bands on the local stage at Warped Tour. <laughs> Steve, uh, he is the interrupter. <laughs> Steve is good about that. He's, he's always interrupting. Like, honestly, and he'll wait till you talk. And start talking. <laughs> Steve, I love you. We're, we're sitting at the booth and we're watching the bands from, from like the corner of the stage and just every single band is like, Steve Kelly, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> no. it's... People have been saying that for over a decade now. Yeah. <laughs> he still doesn't care. People have been saying that for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how really is. Uh, on, the, on the hopes that they'll never hear this, you know, I did once go to Steve's house for, uh, I think I was stuck in Buffalo. My family lives in Syracuse, so I was stuck in Buffalo uh, at Christmas time. It was Christmas Eve, and he said, hey, you want to come over and have dinner with my family? Uh, otherwise, I was alone here, so I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it, sure. And um, sure enough, uh, believe it or not, Steve, as much as he is Steve, the other two members of his family that I met were more Steve than Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve was the quietest one in that room. Oh man, it was scary. That had to be a, an interesting holiday experience. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> See now, I didn't get I didn't get to partake in a particularly interesting event, which was going to Steve's house. It was his mom's house. No, no, no. Not, not that time. His actual house. Oh, yeah. When he had the, he had the apartment. And it is apparently, like, immaculate. <laughs> it is organized and tidy. The floors are clean. And then there's just Steve standing in the middle of all of it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> it imagining that, like, right. like not, not the, the kind Stafford of place you would expect. Him to. Kind of a... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so we should talk about. about Something interesting that we're doing is I mean as much as house is like <laughs> like we're trying to plug this tour thing, right? <laughs> That's what we're here for. You guys plug this tour, you guys are starting oh, to Yeah, so next, you guys are saying? kicking off in well, in, well Tanawanda, right? Uh yeah, I guess it's I've not been to this venue, but um we'll be interested to see what it's yeah. like. And um, what are some of your uh like how how long is this tour gonna be for? Uh, it was like nine or ten days. Yeah, this is not, this is not crazy. It's like um, a mini tour. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this whole tour was honestly born out of the fact that we got asked to go to Detroit to play uh, our friend Full Monty's uh, CD movies. Oh, and we were like, yeah, yeah, like you guys, you guys are really good, and the album is probably really good. We'll come out and play with you. <laughs> and then after that, we decided, well, you know. We could go back around the lake, or we could go over it and go to Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, well, why don't we just do? Why don't we just do like a week in Canada? Yeah, so we're just gonna make our way over to Montreal. So well, most Saturday of it's gonna be Sunday. in Canada for you guys. Yeah, there's only three. I mean, if you count Buffalo, there's only three days in the states, and then it's okay. And then it's London is that Canada? something you guys have gotten to do? Uh, play much of Canada? Uh, we, uh, I guess it depends on if you mean geography or. Population. We have gone through Canada a lot, but most of the populated area in Canada is like right above New York State. Right, right. <laughs> you know, if, if you go like west of Buffalo and right. you start traveling west, there's a whole lot of nothing. Right, okay. Uh, like Winnipeg is like in mm-hmm. the middle of the country. It's probably really beautiful though, you know. it. I'm sure it not is. Not counting that there's not people, you know, there's mooses. Yeah. Open prairies and hockey everywhere. One yeah, beer. Is it a, deer, is it a legal requirement girl? that you have to play the tragically hip while you're up there? Um, <laughs> Actually, their radio stations, it is a requirement. I, I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did, uh, I don't want to go back to Steve, but I mean, we, we've taken him to Canada and he likes to do what he calls the Avril Lavigne Power Hour we oh drive from there, she oh, takes over the radio for an hour and plays nothing but Avril Lavigne. She would kill him. Oh <laughs> my god. And he's, 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 a very, he's a very genuine fan of Avril, which is kind of scary. I respect that, but if he ever were to make me listen to it, I would not <laughs> respect this. For like an hour? Or like No. Long? Like, I have a personal vendetta against that woman. Everyone can handle an hour of that <laughs> <laughs> Hour and 15. I mean, like, I? I'll survive the hour. It's somebody else might like <laughs> die. <laughs> Whoever's making the hour happen won't survive. You guys are in Buffalo uh, on the 5th, Detroit on the 6th, London, Ontario, the 7th, Hamilton on the 9th, Toronto on the 10th, uh, Ottawa on nine oh yeah, eleven. It's, it's actually, uh... Well, that's why it's a good thing to be in I Canada, wish, they yeah. don't care as much. So, sure. Yeah, September yeah. 11th is National Make Your Bed Day. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Where did you hear that? I'm surprised that I haven't heard that out of your mouth. We're in, fucking, <laughs> we're in a fucking Uber on the way home from the mall yesterday. He's just reading all these stupid national holidays, and, like, I'm amused by it. I can't be mad, well, cause, cause I'm amused by it. Because somebody said the National Bananas Lovers Day was Ban yesterday, but day. it, it that wasn't. That should have been the yellow sauce. So <laughs> I was going to say, okay, that would have been a great... <sighs> national like national Banana Day is in, like, April or something. Because we're in Montreal on the 12th, Syracuse on the 13th to wrap up the tour. Yeah. So when was the Toronto Day... Uh, Toronto on the 10th. The 10th. Okay. So that's not too far-fetched to be like, hey, Buffalo friends, make a trip out to Toronto for a sweet show. So yeah. you know what? Since a lot of our friends have DWIs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> make some new friends yeah. that haven't gotten their DWIs yet and, and, and be and part of that story. And we also have passports <laughs> <high> school. <laughs> uh, can't London is a little reason. closer, actually. Is it? London is... I don't uh, know. Clean. London's like in the middle of the Ontario Peninsula. Yeah. Hamilton's probably. Right. Oh right. So if if you guys really need an On the Cinder fix, it's need... it's there in the next couple weeks. You just gotta travel a little. Yeah. But I mean... that's okay. Follow. You know, there's there's people that follow the Grateful Dead around. There's people that follow fish around. Be one of those people that follows On the Cinder. You could be. Uh, there there. Just make sure that if we break down ahead of you that you pick us up on the way of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Hotel Dalmacia. That, that is your local fix. Dal-Misha. Oh. I like Dalmatia. Let's, let's stick with that one. <laughs> okay. might yeah, be. Was, Del Madio sounds rude. like the name of a, an olive, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, it's like a calm olive. Yeah. I think it's... <laughs> it's got a pimento. Yeah, I think it's really up nasty. by Hot Mama's Cantina. I think it's up that way. Oh, that would be really? sweet. Then we can go play shuffleboard after, after the like, show. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you play a really bad show, you find an alternative bar to hang out with <laughs> afterward, and you find like a good arcade game or a pinball machine. Oh, that's the, the latest tour staple. The last two years has <laughs> definitely been the bar game, because. They're starting to pop up more and more. Like the last one that we went to was uh, in the middle of nowhere. It uh, was somewhere in Indiana, I think. I have first one of those I ever saw was in Columbus, Ohio. Sixteen bit. I had the uh, high score in Tapper in that bar. <laughs> that is one of the best. Well, you know, the I didn't get to go there. Weird. We went to a uh, we went to Sabers. Uh, Sabres Blue Jackets game there. Yeah, oh, it was the new one we played uh, on the last tour. The new barcade that they just—no, it wasn't a barcade. Was it Wichita? It was no, no. Uh, Wichita was. You guys went to one? Oh no, 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 there was a cool place we played. It was not a barcade, but it was like. Never mind. This story's going nowhere. To stop. Cut <laughs> this part out. We just we just hit a brick wall. We're gonna we're gonna walk around gonna, it and we're gonna right keep on our path. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was in Columbus with somebody who constantly told me it's not pop, it's soda. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from Syracuse. We didn't we called it soda. Not a lie, it was soda. <laughs> Just wrong. I'm from Rochester, so everything at Wegman's is W pop, and then the flavor, right? Yeah. W pop, oh, quality sh- grocery store. Hey, sometimes it's Mountain W. We we had some uh, frozen pizza from Wegmans the other day. That's still and I will say it was a good deal, and it was delicious. Maybe better than the pizza out of the street. You can get three of those for like five bucks. Honestly, my yeah, dad is cheaper like, than Top Pizza. Yeah. Better than Top Pizza. My fancy people pizza. Buffalo people with your tops. <laughs> my my dad is always like because we used to eat a lot of frozen pizza. He's always instructing me to like doctor them up a little bit. Go get some extra cheese and throw it on. Yeah. There. And like maybe some like alternative pepperoni. Yeah. Alternative yeah. pepperoni.
1: Because if you don't have
0: the curl and burn, then uh, right. well. right. Alternative pepperoni sounds like a great zine. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was getting to a joke like that, but. I, I, great minds. Yeah, I you you got there first. are a greater mind. They only cover Italian pop punk Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. Um. The alternative. Yeah, that's a label. Okay. So, Jelabiafra. label. <laughs> put out, I swear uh, he's going to be my president. But, uh, that was <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> doesn't have the funding Trump has, but, you know. But he popular. has a soul. Oh, that doesn't matter in politics. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nope. It matters on. in my politics. Yeah. I, I live in a world where the politics are like hugging high fives. And, and if you like snarl at somebody, like, okay, this is our the extent of are the war. Punk scene. <laughs> <laughs> more political than you think. No, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> How long should we go, or should we break into the John McCain thing? <laughs> he died. <laughs> he did. That's, that's, yep, he did. Yeah, all that right, was a <laughs> right, right. of man. He was more in the middle of the road <laughs> than most politicians sure. now. So Disagree. If, well, wow. are we going to get into the oh, political ideology of. He died not here today. Pro life. I, and he died anyway. I don't. <laughs> Those memes. <laughs> memes are a little too strong right now. I disagree. I think he was a dirt. Oh, yeah. Every, I, I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, man, John McCain, you know, he, he defended Obama that one time when that person <laughs> tried to call him a Muslim. And he was like, he's not. He's a good family man. It's like, good job, John. Do you want to do anything else good because you're trying to like you're trying to downvote Martin Luther King Day as being like recognized as <laughs> a national holiday. <laughs> jackass, get out of here. I don't know when you take the bus. It's uh, national holidays can go. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. We're on a Sunday schedule cuz Martin Luther King Day like yeah, I got places to be. Could, so. I don't. I don't party, really think McCain had to take the bus though. So. No, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no problem no. Most people don't have to take the bus. We're unique. I like that word "unique." There's yeah. nothing degrading about it. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time we recorded an album? Oh yes, well, that time, time you recorded, recorded an album. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was. uh, We're still actually John McCain's. We gotta be at the studio right. in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wow, that's. Awesome. We were originally supposed to meet you at the studio, yeah. and then we got to text this morning like we're actually gonna be at Noiseland. Like that actually works for us because we take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the bus, no, I believe, stopped right outside. Right yeah, right. Well, we we uh, we took twenty five, so we got off across the street there. <laughs> Easy <laughs> though, right? Yeah. yeah it was it was actually really. <laughs> we were debating which bus to take because we could have taken the one that lets off right in front here. So <laughs> Um, so you guys are in the process of some recording. Yep. Uh, what's the schedule uh, looking like for that? Do you, are you guys like? I mean, for you guys, when you set goals and schedules. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so you you, you have us feel really responsible there. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, no uh, prospective date or season even? Oh yeah, for release? Yes. For uh, the, all? The, <laughs> the, the, um, the release is a bit tricky. We want to have it done by the beginning of next month. Okay. Probably it won't be officially released until, I'm guessing, after the first year. There's There's some okay. shopping around yeah, we want to try to do and some like, some individual promotion, even just, like, trying to build some hype for it. Yeah. I mean, right now, we're, I mean, when we go back to the studio, we're going to do drum edits, and then, are Maybe, if we Maybe. have the time. Yeah, depending so. on how much I might have to re-record, which is like being in the hot box from an old prison movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, when yesterday when I realized that I was walking around, you can hear that. You no, know, when you like walk in the lake with your shoes, you and the squish when you get out. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: like that was this, him walking yesterday after he drums five hours. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Did your feet look pruny? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, man, that's, man trust oh that's bad. yeah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, uh, so we got like, we got some cool ideas on the horizon. We want to release it, have a music video to go with it, and some other cool stuff. We gotta wait for Tim Little's tax return to go through. Oh, Tim, I hope you're listening. <laughs> Please help us. is um, that Gatorade? Oh, God. Uh, it is in the Gatorade hole. So Uh, yeah, we just, I just wrapped up like official drum tracking yesterday and that pretty much sets everything up for these guys to go in and just play to me instead of playing to a click. Right. And then they get to suffer when they do vocals. Yeah. Because apparently that room is as hot as the room that I was in. Oh. <laughs> um, but they don't have to move around quite as much doing vocals as you do playing fun. drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact, we uh we got to record the drums on this the drum kit that Bill Stevenson had ordered from uh Descendants for the show Buffalo. Oh, oh nice. wow. Yeah, he decided to not uh, you're laughing at me. I think that's the coolest fact about this album. He didn't use them. He didn't, he use, didn't them. use them. But, but he was but good he picked them out. But he hand-picked them all. and That and is pretty cool. The company, the company that our buddy Joe, who's recording, uh, is working for, decided uh, they were going to go with a different guy. So he's just got, you know, a pretty sweet drum kit laying around. Nice. Worst things have happened. Yeah. Did you guys go to that show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were there, too. Didn't what? we see did we we see? Yeah. yeah, we saw you, but you were, like, too far away. Yeah, you know the distance point through a crowd? Yeah, hey, I yeah. but I'm not walking if, all the right way over I, there. If I point with enough energy, maybe he'll turn around. <laughs> I saw a bunch of people I knew, but I'm like, I'm not getting up <laughs> to go say hi. Okay. We were pretty much just, like, looking around at all of the uh, band t-shirts and looking for local bands and then looking for, like, the t-shirts that don't fit the show, and, like, Joe saw a little kid, it was the night of the Slayer show, right? Right. He saw a little kid in an Anthrax t-shirt, and we were like, wrong show! <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I win this game because there's a kid in an Anthrax shirt, Anthrax is played across town. <laughs> it was a it was a tough night, I think, for a lot of punk fans in Buffalo, punk, hardcore, metal fans. They had to make a pretty tough choice of going to see Slayer and Descendants. Yeah. It was fiscally dictated for me. And, it, and I think part of it was also, like, <laughs> you might be seeing both of these bands for the last time on that. Right. right. It's the first chance to see the Descendants in how fucking, long, like, 15 years was it? Something uh, like that. It was and like then like closer to And then the farewell for, for Slayer. Yeah, but if you're really into metal or really into punk, it was, like, hands down which one I'm going to go to. Mm, it was pretty decided. But... The, the you know, if, people, you the line, if you walk like, the line, if you walk the line, it was us. like, oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. Descendants just released an album, like, two or three years ago, and Slayer is being vocal about the fact that this is their last tour. Right. But bands like that do that all the time. Don't they? are like, oh, we're done, and then they're like, five years later, like, ah, one more. <laughs> I think I actually went to at least four of the last Streetlight Manifesto shows. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, anytime I see it. A farewell tour. Like, farewell for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see you in 10 years. We'll see you when yeah. you run out of money. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I saw somebody get really upset on Facebook last night because Slayer announced that they're extending their tour to go to South America. <laughs> like, like, no, they said it. this was the end. Ad- <laughs> like exactly they're, the, they're not coming back to Buffalo, dude. They're going <laughs> to, they're, they're going to South America. That guy was probably <laughs> following the whole tour. <laughs> right, he's, he's like the uh, the deadhead of Slayer. Sure, uh, he was mad. He's like, "Fuck these guys! I'm throwing out all my Slayer merch." Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta be kidding me! Really, like, Just ass crying, right? and tearing posters off the walls. Oh my god! <laughs> like when John Lennon said uh, the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. <laughs> Just bonfires in the middle. Oh my god! Man, Jesus was so pissed. <laughs> Jesus was like, no, he's right. Like <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think there's like there's probably more Beatles fans than there were even just like a population of the time Jesus was around, right? Like yeah. were not nearly as populated back then. <laughs> and everyone loved the Beatles. Are you referring to Jesus' draw? Yeah, yeah, Jesus' is drunk. <laughs> Dude, people. <laughs> Imagine if we boast Jesus nowadays. What kind of club would we put him in? Would mm. Slayer open? That would be cool. <laughs> Or would Jesus open? <laughs> Jesus would <laughs> 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 So i will see you guys stack, in hell. <laughs> we Man. actually we actually had a Christian um, rock band uh, asked to come play our house venue. And they, I don't think they knew it was a house venue, mm-hmm. and they asked me for a thousand dollar guarantee for the sure. show. <laughs> wow. And I, I, I know it takes a lot of money to uh, spread the word, but I didn't have a thousand dollars. I mean. <laughs> And 75% of your cut's going back to the church. <laughs> I still got Jesus' to pay off. <laughs> I got Jesus' farewell tour on my mind now. <laughs> uh, ooh, for, for now. now. Yeah, now. Yeah, now. There's the fall tour. <laughs> you know, I was going to make a joke about like David Bowie's album and how dark it was and like the Jesus' farewell tour is also going to be super dark and there's going to be a bunch of like crucifixion things. <laughs> No, the Resurrection Tour. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Post-farewell tour. I'm sorry. We're. It's all white. She's like in a ska band now. <laughs> <laughs> the band's getting back together, guys. <laughs> Drop my cross. I better pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> Are you even gonna let like, do this back in the band? Yeah, like <laughs> Is that too far? subjects. Judas is the guy <laughs> in the, it from and the talk about songs it. Or just on stage. <laughs> Jesus touring with Judas Priest. <laughs> 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 it has got some conflicting ideals. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think we're starting to go down the, uh, what was that movie with the metal band? Spinal Tap. Yeah. The, the Spinal <laughs> Tap route. Man, I gotta go watch that again. It's been too long. It's like a uh, hell? Was was God, <laughs> 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 what instrument would Jesus play? All of them? Same thing? <laughs> I wanna say he would make some sort of an instrument out of fish bones. Like that band fishbone. Like that band fishbone, yeah. Be, I no, know, like, like a xylophone out of out of dead fish because he feeds everybody with fish. That's true. Jesus was kind of crust you know, little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. very folk punk like, you know, except the going around thing. all these different towns, bringing his homies with him, eating out of you know whatever they could find. Jesus with special <laughs> guests, cardboard homestead. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy us tonight. <laughs> all of the boys with beautiful hair. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> He and his uh, pigtails. I know his pigtails. Right. They're so cute. <laughs> uh, is it? Oh, you've got the Jimmy Neutron thing going on. You're kind of like a troll doll when you do that. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, can we rub your tummy for luck? Uh, you wouldn't get any luck. No, we'd just make you art. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of... That happens to me, too. Some kind of exit out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Okay. We're doing the studio for... Yeah, nice what a turn, lot. Yeah. All right, well then I guess we're gonna do more beer. You want to record a, like a, a skit that like we did for Yellow Sauce again? Just get us together and plan out a, a quick. I'll do something for your album if you want me to. Dude, some <laughs> read, some, uh, read some, read some J-Man stuff. <laughs> said, oh no, wow, we really. And then this. J-Man walked on water <laughs> to go make water into wine, and I don't know. I, I haven't read the Bible in a while. What's great is I've been saying, I mean, like, for the past then, month, like, I may or may not be on the new Yellow Sauce album. The night that this is going to air is the night that we're going to oh, going to play the tracks. So. Okay, good. It's <laughs> Perfect. Good, because I, I didn't want to ask you on that, but it's good. <laughs> it's cool, man. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I need to send your co some music, because I keep failing to do that. I'm <laughs> a bad email. It's <laughs> so my fault, though. No, it's <laughs> totally uh, they're, they're texting me right now. As a matter of fact, so. <laughs> are you gonna, are you going to do it live at their album release? I don't know. They haven't asked me to oh do it. Oh my gosh! So. Plant that seed of thought. You should like if you did. I want to too much away, but you could do it, and it would be cool. It would. Doesn't get the pump full of reverb and stuff. Yeah. You're in my head, Mary. Are, are you doing sound that night? I'm not. No. That would be <laughs> smart. I should do because I record the whole album, but <laughs> I'm not going to. I want so to the show. <laughs> I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna enjoy the show. I'm going to sit and I'm going to enjoy the show. I'm going to wear my yellow sauce T-shirt. I know it's kind of tacky to wear the band's T-shirt to the band you're seeing, but you're keep we keep talk me. about this. I, you go ahead, and then I'll give you my opinion. Hmm. <laughs> I think um, I think my my rule of thumb is if it's a local band, it's okay. Or a smaller name band. If you go to see Bad Religion and you wear a Bad Religion t shirt, I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm on the same page with you. Especially um, if it's the t shirt that you just bought at the concert. Well, if worse. it's a local oh. band, put that shit on. Mm-hmm. If it's, you know, Slayer or somebody, like, put that shit in your pocket, wear it around your shoulder. Don't the be the that poser on the waist <laughs> <laughs> well, That was always my thing when I was in a band it was like, if I see somebody wearing my shirt, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. The local guys yeah. get excited. We're yeah. all wearing shambles shirts. <laughs> exactly. <Not a> shambles. <laughs> I walked up and I'm like I'm like, I think this is the place oh yeah, there's a shambles sticker on the mailbox. It's gotta be there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, surprisingly we don't do all that. Those we get fans who just like, we have a designated pool table for stickering. Yeah. Which we need to fix. Pool well, table's rubber. Yeah. Unbroken. Um, But it's just, like, they sticker our stuff, and <laughs> I guess it's a great sign for people knowing where to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes they sticker things you don't want them to sticker. Like, I kind of knew where I was going because i have been here before. <laughs> it's the Yellow Sauce album. Um, which, which is how you guys being on this week's episode ties in with Sauce Month is you recorded the episode. It's yeah, it's Sauce Month. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Sauce Month. Now, yes, I actually, it was a really, really great, fun time to record that record, but it's, um, it's always interesting when you, sometimes you record the scratch vocals ahead of time so that you have a of record for the song. They did about, I would say, a third of the songs with the vocals ahead of time, so about a, about two-thirds of the album, I had no idea what they were about to sing about until it came vocal time, so i have been working with these guys for probably two or three months before we actually decided, before I ever found out what some of these songs were about. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess some of the titles I could have inferred, like, Space Wizard. Right. Um, other ones were just called, uh, like, they got names, like, Open to Interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't want to give too much the album away, but... Um, uh, I think a, they have a track list released. Uh, uh, yeah, they have at least put it in their group. I don't know oh, if they okay. put Oh, okay. I, 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 I couldn't remember there where is is a, There is a track called Mayonnaise. Yes, we we played have... play bandes. Yes, we played. <laughs> uh, taco No Bueno was a good one. I don't think uh, that one doesn't we, sound like it could possibly disappoint. We had them. Uh, <laughs> we had them on last week, and we were talking about the album, and I was talking about when I was here, and they were like, they insisted I listen to uh, to, uh, to the, the Bison Flying Bison. Right? Oh, that is a great track. And mm-hmm. then and then you were like, you're not leaving here without listening to this taco song. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when you when you mix and and work out a band's Record, you have to like listen to a lot of these songs over and over again, mm-hmm. and some of them are are very very catchy mm-hmm. on this record specifically. And uh, that one was one that once I heard it one time during the day, I had to walk around the rest of the day humming it whether I wanted to or not. <laughs> uh, that was, and that's if you like me going to the shows. That's the one song that's like I'll walk around for like the next two weeks singing it. <laughs> yeah, it, which is weird because uh, there's a lot of social settings where you really shouldn't sing this. But you know? <laughs> <laughs> it gets out of it gets out of your head. It gets out of my head, and she'll be like, "Hey, do you want tacos for dinner?" And I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> Boom. which is like <laughs> every other night out. in our house. To be fair, <laughs> there you go. yeah, we live right down the street from. No, we live like a, a rock stone throw from Mighty Taco, and like a half mile from Lloyd Taco Factory. It's like two birds don't know. So what are we doing for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't it's realize that if I, I want to go up Delaware, La Divina, one of the yep. places that got oh, You guys want to up tacos after this? I went there when they were old. they they, they got <laughs> iced and like apparently a few of those other like Don Tequilas came back, but everyone's saying it's not as good anymore. Yeah, apparently La Divina came back swinging, and they're like way better. No oh shit. Yeah, I went. I like planned. Okay, me and my best friend from high school. Okay. Me and him. Punk shows and tacos. That's what we have yeah. done our for, since we were 12 fucking years old. So we, like, you know, have to, you know, growing up, you have to plan to hang out with people. You know, and you have to, like, detailed plan to hang out with him because he's got a girlfriend that doesn't like me. So I know they're not listening, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we made this whole day out of going to La Divina, and it was when they were closed down, And, like, we... Stopped life to go to this fucking taco joint. No fucking tacos. We go around the corner to another taco joint, and that one got it too. We're like, we're not supposed to have tacos today, so we went to Delaware Park and drank some wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad, a bad uh, alternative. No, it was blueberry wine. It was really interesting. Um, along with pumpkin tacos, uh, <laughs> way back in the day when we. Really in our early days of the band, there used to be this venue in town called Broadway Joe's if you remember. Oh my god. Yep. I think about Broadway Joe's <laughs> all the time. Every Thursday night they would do pumpkin tots, where they, they gave you free tater tots all night and you'd listen to punk rock or you'd see if some bands play. Did you have to buy a drink to get the tater tots? Uh, I don't think you had you had to not be on their floor to get the tater tots. I think that depending on me. Depending on <laughs> if you knew Keely or not. Um. I mean, to be fair, they were out of most things most of the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would only take like two punk bands to kill that PBR tab. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, was I'm uh, just throwing this out there for a show suggestion theme idea if anybody wants to take the reins on this one. <laughs> uh, Pumpkin Tacos would be a great show theme. Just we already did Pumpkin Poutine. Yeah. We'll do Pumpkin Tacos. We'll talk about it uh, after tacos. this. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, I, I pointed out that most of the good venues around here are are adjacent to taco joints. And it was right old. after it was and yeah. it was right when the waiting like the waiting room closed, like two days later. And I'm like, see it wasn't near Taco joint, <laughs> And then like one of the dudes that ran the waiting room like unfriended me on Facebook and right after that. I'm like Well, what keeps Stamps open? Stamps is right near Tambo. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've always wondered. wondered. Twice a week, they have a guy bringing taco in guy. tacos. Yeah. Maybe we, could, maybe we could use that for pumpkin tacos. Enlist the taco guy? Yeah. yeah. We, can, we can maybe, instead of, like, buy your tacos, we'll just throw them a flat rate, a cut of the door, like the bands, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> you get yeah, $50 we, for making tacos for everybody. Yeah. It's okay. No one will show up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want tacos. <laughs> You've been here for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. They used to let a lot of strange things happen there. You know what? I'm not going to... You know, I'm just going to cut that one right off there. <laughs> <laughs> go go to the Yellow Sauce release show and we'll see what strange things happen. Oh, man. It's an all WNY show. Strange things are bound to happen.
1: <laughs>
0: That's true. Uh, speaking of which, we're playing an all WNY show coming up. Uh, November 21st at Tudor Lounge the day before Thanksgiving. Black Wednesday, the big, uh, the biggest drinking day of the year, this, and uh, this is going to be great. This it's it's good. supposedly the that biggest drinking night of the year. It I've is. got I've got on the cinder with Scarecrow Show Dreadnecks, and from Erie, PA, Bravura. Are you sure that's how you Bravura? say it? I think so. If not, they can, <laughs> they can correct Bravura? me. They're heavy. Bravura? maybe. Uh, you might be right. right. They're heavy. and They're scary. <laughs> like, I was listening. <laughs> they're deep. The more, <laughs> key, the more, like, a demon's name the band sounds like, the more, like, metal they are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... It's, like, street cred for the metal crowd. Yeah, like, uh... It's great, because they were touring with the Dreadnecks, and the Dreadnecks uh, like, and the drummer from the Scarecrow show is drumming for the Dreadnecks. Scarecrow sure like, yeah, we'll play your show. And then it's like, well, we might need to get the Dreadnecks, too. <laughs> they're touring right now, and they might need to bring their tour, uh, their, their tour mates. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. So I'm sitting around... I think yesterday morning or something, I'm like, I'm going to message John from the Scarecrow show, and the next thing I know, I got Grant from the Dreadnecks, like, so I heard we're uh, supposed to be booked for your your November uh, show, like, um, yeah. It's cool if if Pragora jumps on with us, like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'll get back to you later. Later on, like, let's do it. (laughs) All right, cool. Bring the whole posse. You guys were the first band I asked for that, too, so like, <laughs> I was planning on doing all punk, and then it's like, well, this opportunity came about, so let's, let's hey, do this. Right? Oh, show's not bad, right? We're no, bad. no. It's, especially it's, in Buffalo, where our scenes really do overlap. And especially yeah. with the dreadnecks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't, it does not apply to them. It's, uh, that's going to be one crazy show, so if you're, you're looking for your plans for uh, the night before Thanksgiving... And it's going to be their later shows, (laughs) so there's time to do something early in the night and then come really cut loose at Tudor. Sure. Now, is there a reason why this is the biggest drinking night of the year? I think it's because everybody's home, like visiting family, Mm -hmm. home from college. They don't want to hang out with their family. They don't want to hang out with their family. They've had enough of their family, so they're like, shit. I'm going to get a beer. We got. We're stuck with the family tomorrow. So yeah, let's get drunk I'm going to be nights. hungover for that. Yeah, right? What's Thanksgiving without a hangover? <laughs> Honestly, it's great. Then you don't have to throw turkey. up in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I throw during the football. <laughs> <laughs> and when I remember in football, I not that I watch totally football these days, but as a kid, you know Thanksgiving, they always had the turkey with like nine little drumsticks on it. <laughs> and I always thought that they had made, they'd managed to genetically engineer some new turkey. <laughs> I was like, what does this turkey look like before it's cooked? Oh my god! Right, that's the shit. Nightmares are made it out look of. Look like when it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch Thanksgiving this year. Oh, maybe yeah. before the show. We can we, we get a, know, a we projector Oh, yeah. uh, no, got a that? projector. <laughs> oh! He's yeah, got a 100-inch projector. Say, yeah. This is how we watch wrestling now. <laughs> we have the too. I saw you guys were doing a SummerSlam event, and I've been, like, try, I, Right around, the, like, maybe three or four weeks before WrestleMania, I was, like, getting really back into wrestling. I've, like, I've totally abandoned it since then because I'm super lazy and it's really hard for me to dedicate that much time. <laughs> it's, it is time-consuming. <laughs> It, and you get so invested. I in make the my characters. I make my own schedule, so I just schedule it around wrestling. I, I was like, the, when Shinsuke Nakamura did the heel turn at WrestleMania, I was like, that was interesting. Why, Why do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> we ended up we like we found out that the projector that we have is not powerful enough when it's daylight. <laughs> well, luckily nobody showed up. It was just, it was just me sitting out in the backyard with my laptop watching on the WWE network, and we stand there like, really? Well, once it got dark, out we, we took a we took a like Dollar Tree tablecloth and made a screen out of it. Yeah, Oliver. like <laughs> it was a uh, what was it like 150 inches or something, something close like to that. that yeah. And it was we actually had a canopy tent and projected. Was it rear projection? We did rear projection? And sat in the canopy tent, shielded from the elements, even though it was a nice night. And um, you know, it was a, it was really nice. It was just us though. So next year, next year, next year you invite us to the canopy tent. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> our, you see a rear projection? Rear projection? Yeah, uh, it. Like through the it opposite does, side of the wall. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. It, it sounds does like either it could way. Mean other things too, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen some movies about that. <laughs> Um, so we, we, uh, we used to play the show this uh, club in. It was a, it was a sushi bar that also happened to do punk shows in the basement, <laughs> and uh, they had a projector screen that would. Uh, they'd have it set up up behind the bands, so you could put whatever video you wanted to play behind you while you played through your music. And well, Diablo, Diablo used to do that. To do that, that. Oh, yeah, no, do, you, not, do you remember? Yeah, Diablo? I'm not from here. Uh, yeah, so I don't know how long you've been in town. Uh, 2008. You might have just missed it. Then. No, because we were. I was I playing Club Diablo in 2008. In two, Diablo closed like, when I came back from college, so that was like 2009 or 10. Yeah, so I mean, I was a young college kid who had no idea about the town, so it was like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's it a like bummer. It was a pretty cool markets. place. And then well, we were definitely mm-hmm. playing in like 2011. Oh eight, and we had yeah. and we had our we had like a DVD with our logo on it, so oh. like, just to um, play Club Diablo. Sometimes they would play like uh, old movies yeah, behind the I've bands. Seen that. Or, like, uh, Arm Cannon, have you, you heard of them? Yeah. They oh, they would awesome. play, like, the video games that the music was from that they were playing. That was, that was fucking cool. That was, like, my favorite yeah, show. Play there? It was so, it was, it was back when 6-Pin was together. Like, got 2006, 2007. That'd be great. If I was not in a punk band, that would be a great alternative. Video game theme play. There's now, a couple man. of those popping up here and there, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, on the same note, so in, in Opus, the place in, uh, Salem, that we would play. That would do the projection. Uh, this band, one of, one of our really good friends, Ode oh the Humanity. Their set times out nearly perfectly with a speed run of Mega Man Two, <laughs> and they played that behind them. And I don't think that I watched a single member of that band. play <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the trick is not to put on something that's that distracting yeah. to your set. We legit, we legit just had, like, our logo. We had it on fire and we had it, like, in rain with thunder, because, like, when we had it made, we were doing a Garth Brooks cover. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're doing the thunder rolls. Can you do it with, like, thunder and lightning behind awesome. it? And the dude did a really shitty job on the fucking <laughs> so. I think we had The Room playing behind yeah. us. Or I think it might have had, like, a highlight reel of it or something. Not Room movie. The Room. Awesome yeah. movie. Really? This is a rabbit hole. You guys just go watch it, and then the next time we come on the podcast, we'll make it about that. Should we do a Joe Knows Jack segment? Might as well. Okay. we got. You gonna have you to like, text the, na- the room. We're not going to remember. Joe, are you going to remember? No. Okay. We still got other movies we're supposed to watch. I know, but season. um, watching a bad movie for Joe Knows Jack instead of, like, oh sure Indiana yeah. Jones. Especially would with, be the really cool. watch with, with the projector. With the projector. And, of course, I will take my Adderall so I can stay awake for the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's not very long, but it feels like it, a literal yeah, eternity. <laughs> you really want to really think about, uh, you know, ripping your eyes out or something. <laughs> and maybe just, or just going to bed and turning it off. <laughs> At one point in time, we were very much connoisseurs of bad movies, uh, you know, some, some of the highlights of all time, like Birdemic and Troll 2. Uh, but the room, the room is where I got introduced to how great it can be to be so, so shitty. And, I mean, there was a long time where I had never seen the end of it, or at least never seen the end of it sober. Uh, I think we actually did a, a sober run once. I've probably seen the movie ten times. It's only like an hour and a half. All right, we can handle this. Yes. We have the internet. But then you're going to call us if you watch it and ask for that hour and a half of your life back. <laughs> and then you'll just play an awesome I show. I mean, I did just watch Ready to Rumble it. the other night for the oh, first yeah. time. So <laughs> <We'll try. laughs> I, I know a thing or two about bad movies. <laughs> Sometimes a bad movie is great because you just turn your brain off and sit there like... Uh, (laughs) The Thanksgiving holiday Which is Thanksgiving will be Among the greatest Of bad movies And then uh, What is it Santa Slay Featuring Bill Goldberg Yes Oh what's one that A Christmas movie That I saw That was like Gloriously bad Like It's only bad Because it wasn't In English (laughs) It's called Strange Exports Have you guys Heard of this It's It's about The Krampus Oh okay Super familiar Oh my god Like very cinematic, very artsy, very like European movie, but good story. Like cheesy. Or, oh my god, you guys gotta see it! Mystery Science Theater of uh, Santa versus the Devil Santa or, versus the, uh, the Martians. Oh, oh Santa oh, conquers oh. the Martians. Okay. Oh, I <laughs> think Patchwork Theater did a musical version of that. Okay, yes, it, yeah, <laughs> it has, it has <laughs> somehow grown in popularity. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing is that. Huge fans of mystery science theater. So yeah, when uh, like we saw they do riff tracks live, and they have been for a few years they now. Oh man, that's it's, really cool. It's so awesome to see. We saw it at the AMC down over there, and they do them sometimes at North Park. Okay, and it is absolutely hilarious. We saw Manos, The Hands of Fate. Yeah, that is one of the worst movies ever. It was, the funniest part was there's a scene where one of the characters who's, like got some sort of weird like ailment where he's like crippled but it's uh, Torgo uh, he, there's a scene where they put a timer in the bottom corner because the whole scene is a minute and 45 seconds of Torgo trying to stand up oh my god and you just watch him do <laughs> something oh wow that just sounds like an anxiety took, attack he took two basketballs and put them in the actor's pants for the movie where he was supposed to be they just made him act. The, the whole movie was actually made on a bet between two directors over who could make a movie faster and with the least budget. That's really cool. I want to see the movie. That <laughs> cool. well, being I, that like the I work in film, sometimes, like you know, you, you when you haven't worked in film, you don't really understand everything that goes actually goes into it and making a shitty film would probably be just as hard as making a good film. Yeah, making any film. In this, yeah, it it's like, a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, we, oh, the last music video that we did was, like, a lot of work. I mean, we started, it just came out before our, uh, spring tour, and we started filming that in, like, October. Yeah. Who did you guys film with? Jack Hardbody Productions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's then, uh, also, Joe, was doing our recordings, Brendan, Tom, and uh, Tom's brother Nate, was also here to help. Uh, yeah, local uh, guys. Um, very very good, very talented guys too, though, which just made a, a really great experience. And we had to be really silly and drink a bunch of beer. Yeah, and, as you can. Actually, tell, I, I believe remember. I've seen that video. I think I think we uh, we might have played it on the show, like like. Audio. The, the song is here, and we, like, you guys have, like, there's, like, a space in between parts of the song, yeah, right? Yeah, shoot yeah. yeah. that video. So the song, we shot way too much footage. It's actually addressed in the, in the video. We shot too much footage for the video, and we're like, we gotta close out the story. And, uh, so we're like, how are we gonna do this? Like, we well, can run the last chorus one more time. Right. And then we're like, well, let's just actually have the same conversation on video, where I call you and say, hey, or totally break down the fourth wall. <laughs> can say, hey, can, uh, can we run the last chorus one more time so we can not finish out the video? So it temporarily breaks out of the video universe into the real universe and then it comes <laughs> back in for one more chorus. Uh, but it has got an okay reception, I think, for the most part. I remember seeing it I'm like, these guys are really good. Like, <laughs> I don't think at that point I had heard you guys or seen you like I <coughs> first time I actually saw you guys was worked <laughs> oh. I'm always at shows that you guys are on, but it's always like, man, I gotta come home. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get uh, good time slots at your own fall. I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, when wrong. Frank Turner was just <laughs> <right>. <laughs> When everybody else was like, oh, We're gonna go see Frank Turner. We love you guys. <laughs> just because everyone else wants to go first and then they can get drunk, we'll just get drunk and then play whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. you know it's like practice drunk, play drunk, state dependent memory consistency. Yeah, <laughs> you listen, you need a need more beer. As, as you can <laughs> see, the like if you listen to the album and like even going into the next album, we talk about a lot of serious things while we do music stuff. But then, as soon as that's over, it's like no. <laughs> <laughs> like we uh, we do believe very strongly in those things, but we it's, it's believe in them. man, <laughs> like we gotta yeah. go do other stuff. So you guys are unique, and you are one of the few local bands that actually have released your music on vinyl. You're doing that with this new album as well. I know you did that with the last album. I've been meaning to buy a copy, and every time I look, I'm like, fuck, I don't have this kind of money right now. We definitely want to. We just, um... Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. But just trying to decide who we're going to release through. Either our buddy Tim Little, he's helped us out a lot. He's put out a 7-inch in a full length of ours now through Between the Days Records. Um... Oh, we're, we're talking to a few different outlets, and, you know, we're going to take the fall. Once the album's done, to kind of just show it to people and see what they think. Sure. Sweet. Oh, it's like it's kind of like being a door-to-door sim. Pretty much. So, you guys have talked about your, you know, your recording, you're going on tour, you've got a music video. Do you guys see yourselves doing videos for this upcoming as well, and uh, is it too early in the recording process to have an idea of, like, what kind of video you might want to do for what song, or Um, anything like that? That that is actually, we've already discussed this a little bit uh, at the end of the practice that we had right prior to going into the studio. Uh, We kind of have a, we have like a loose plan of how we want to put stuff out, uh, like, ahead of time, in little segments to, again, sort of build some anticipation or hype or anything. Build some feelings for this album coming up, and uh, we we think that we have an idea for what song we want to use for the music video, but what the actual music video content will be is sort of up in the air, because we just, I mean, our, our previous music videos have all been, like, fairly serious, I guess, but Kuna I mean, Wan's music video is, is, like, very story-driven, and there's a whole thing going on, and a message, and... Uh, I mean, we have a, an animated music video that has, you know, a big message, and an early uh, for Under Control. We have an earlier music video for The Lost and Loud that also has, like, a message. So when we did Soapbox, we were like, no, nothing. This, this, song is, this song is about stuff, but this music video is about nothing. <laughs> like, the concept is completely different. Let's just have fun and... So now we don't really know. Like, it, has, it got a really positive reception. Not that any of the other ones haven't, but people we really see like that, so we're kind of on the fence of like, do we want to do a goofy one again? We just did a goofy one, so do we want to do a serious one, then a goofy one? Do we want to try to walk the line somewhere between those two things? I I think the material on this new record is going to be a little more serious and for serious in what the content is about, uh, we, we address a lot of things like drug abuse, and mental health, and depression, and there's a, there's a lot of themes that doing something silly like we did in Soapbox would, would be a little inappropriate, I think. Right. So, we want to do, like, one of these more serious content songs, but still be, a, be our style. You know, we, we're fun guys, goofy, we, we're not, like, dark and gloomy all the time, so... Definitely want to find a balance. Cool. It's start to be though. Can you just go with an eyeliner? We call it? <laughs> Listen, if you figure out a good way to do eyeliner, you gotta share your tips, because I just kind of throw that shit on until it's even. I see, think the idea of You put see Jay on YouTube just doing <laughs> tutorials? <laughs> I think putting anything that sharp that close to your eye sounds horrifying. I stabbed myself I in the eyeball with my eyeliner this morning. When you heard me you- in the bathroom yell, ow! <laughs> I, yeah, I sat I mean, down like, and cried just for like, two whole minutes. Oh, hold on, let me get this eyelash out. Yeah! <laughs> That's that The amount of torture. Uh, not, I'm going to be uh, uh, equality to say that The amount of torture anybody who decides to wear makeup that goes through to do so, I will I do not envy you. <laughs> you know, when you're learning, I think it's torture, but. Then there's like a part where it's like, okay, this is kind of fun. And also I can't stand looking at myself if I don't have this on. I have to walk past that mirror eventually. <laughs> I, know, I just get <laughs> in the terms with looking at myself. <laughs> in high school, I let a couple of people do makeup for, you know, school dances or what the fuck ever. And I'm like, why did I let you get that damn close to my eye? <laughs> I, or, I bet or you look lovely done. with guy line. <laughs> yeah, it'll give you some definition. Oh, it was like, no, like, full, like, goth, like, Marilyn Manson makeup. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. yeah, we gotta, we should, that'd be a great show for you, too. No, no we're fucking, no, like, no. it would just sweat out, and just, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> like, No, but it would look print. cool, though. Yeah. 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 I mean, look like at, like more like a Halloween show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, so I see How long does this go for it? Uh, we can stop whenever. <laughs> Not that I enjoy doing this a great deal, but I, we could do it from Lloyd's table, too. <laughs> I figure, like, I figure we got enough content where I'm just going to cut this to, like, half an hour and then put the rest on, like, here's the full interview if you want to hear the full interview. And I'll even look at the numbers and be like, yeah, your interview did way better than our actual show. Right. <laughs> no. no. Sure, I'm sure that can be the case. I do got a funny story for you, though, because um, for the longest time, I kept seeing I kept seeing Jason Wright pop up on my Facebook, like, people you may know, and I'm like, dude, I can't friend this guy. I have a best friend from third grade whose name is also Jason Wright. Aww. Like, I can't be friends with this guy. That'll get confusing. <laughs> and then, like, finally I found out who you actually were. Like, that's the dude from the, On the Cinder? Like, all right. I need to be friends with this guy. <laughs> and then us. I met, I, and, and when I was here for the Yellow Sauce show, you knew who I was, and I'm like, I got in the car with Leland, I'm like, who was that guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, that, that, that's Jason Wright. Like, oh, okay, and I told Leland the story. <laughs> Your reputation precedes you. Right? Uh, we're also playing with a J.D. Wright on our Detroit show. Also, my middle name is Daniel. Yeah, so his name is Jason Daniel Wright, and that's his band name. You can only swap members. Yeah, the universe might just implode on itself. Wow. No, that was the good thing, is he my 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 friend goes like Jason Aim right on Facebook. It's like, alright, I can tell the difference which one's which. <laughs> I, I hope that someday that the commonality of my name might help me like escape from the government or something. Right. And, like, <laughs> if I murder guy. somebody, it's gonna, it's gonna be harder to track down me than say somebody who had a more unique name. Sure. Not that I no, I'm not gonna murder anybody today. <laughs> There's no, he cut that out. Dude. <laughs> Keeping in mind this recorded on Tuesday and is being posted on Wednesday, so he's not bur- murdering anybody yesterday. If you're hearing this now, but if you were, the body would probably be find- be found about Friday, sauce day, right? And <laughs> it might just be a peel, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> See, he might just wait till Friday, and then the body gets found Wednesday, and well, maybe Thursday, and uh, he's nowhere near here. He'll be in probably Canfield yeah, by time. He'll, he'll be in Detroit on <laughs> that. Detroit and then Canada. <laughs> yeah, will be, I'll have escaped the country by the time it <laughs> like, sure. And then it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not killing anybody today. He's he's, he's going to wait till next week. <laughs> wow, this whole thing is the library office, I realize it's now. Uh, <laughs> maybe right, right, maybe right after the show in Tonawanda. Right? We'll make her escape. Although we do have to come back to the States for a wedding, so... I'll just, I'll just stay behind
1: for
0: that shit. <laughs> the Friday show is going to be pretty awesome, though. In, uh, <laughs> London, Ontario—it's a house show. Uh, I love Canadian house shows. Yeah, they're like American house shows, only like less people get hurt, and they say a a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and they can charge ten dollars at the door, and people will still go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we—you know, like. They always say the old thing, of, you know, punk shows were always $5, like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, when you adjust that for inflation, it's like people walking into a house show and paying like, $15. Yeah. Sure. That's true. Sure. Like, don't get so whiny about can it. If you buy a car for, like, $5,000 in the 70s, too, you what you Yeah. Back in my day, <laughs> punk shows really cost a nickel. <laughs> I think it's about time. going to be a lot of right. Yeah. I, I think we're going to wrap up. All right. Out well. of the cinder, thank you for joining us and uh, setting the standard for us to uh, record more outside of our own studio in the future. So. <laughs> thank, <laughs> you for us, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And he forgot to push record